I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that hitches a ride through history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're celebrating the forward thinking, cutting satire, and madcap hilarity of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The day was October 12th, 1979. Douglas Adams published his comedic sci-fi masterpiece, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The British author would go on to write four sequel novels over the next 13 years, a five-book series which he jokingly referred to as The Hitchhiker's Trilogy. The story of The Hitchhiker's Guide begins thusly. Far out in the uncharted backwaters of the unfashionable end of the western spiral arm of the galaxy, lies a small, unregarded yellow sun. Orbiting this at a distance of roughly 92 million miles is an utterly insignificant little blue-green planet, whose ape-descended lifeforms are so amazingly primitive that they still think digital watches are a pretty neat idea. With that place-setting out of the way, the book introduces us to our hapless protagonist, a profoundly ordinary Englishman named Arthur Dent, who wakes up to learn that Earth is about to be demolished to make way for a hyperspace highway. At the last possible moment, Dent is saved from the planet's senseless destruction by his good friend Ford Prefect, a man who seems to have been named after a popular British car of the 1970s. As it turns out, though, Prefect is actually an alien travel writer for something called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy a digital guidebook slash encyclopedia that provides information and advice for interstellar travelers. After an unpleasant encounter with a race of poetically challenged aliens called the Vogans, Dent and Prefect wind up hitching a ride on an experimental starship that's been stolen by the president of the galaxy, Zaphod Beeplebrox. Along with a human astrophysicist named Trillian, 
and a chronically depressed robot named Marvin, the crew wander the stars from one surreal, whimsical adventure to the next, poking fun at science fiction tropes and modern society all the while. Fittingly enough, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was inspired by actual hitchhiking. In 1971, when Douglas Adams was just 19 years old, he was hitchhiking across Europe, trying to make his way from London to Istanbul. He was quite poor at the time and relied on a stolen copy of Ken Welsh's Hitchhiker's Guide to Europe to make his way. One night while on the road, Adams got drunk in a field in Innsbruck, Austria, and while looking up at the stars, he had an epiphany. I got frantically depressed in Innsbruck, he later wrote, and when the stars came out, I thought that someone ought to write a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because it looked a lot more attractive out there than it did around me. Adams made it safely to Istanbul and then returned to England, where he spent the next three years as an underachieving student and comedy writer at Cambridge. He eventually found a job writing for radio series such as The Burkis Way, but he kept coming back to the idea he had that night in an alpine meadow. Although The Hitchhiker's Guide is most well-known as a book, it actually began life as a six-part series on BBC Radio. In 1978, Adams convinced producer Simon Brett to take a chance on the high-concept comedy. The team employed a groundbreaking use of sound effects and voice techniques to bring Adams' absurd vision of the universe to life, and the show proved so popular that a second series was commissioned for the following year. One of the earliest fans of the radio series was Nick Webb, an editor for Pan Books. He approached Adams about writing a novelization of the show, a turn of events which the author later described as, quote, a very good way of breaking into publishing. The BBC was offered the chance to publish the novel itself, but ultimately passed on the project, clearing the way for Pan Books. The novelization hit store shelves the following year, on October 12, 1979. It sold 250,000 copies in the first three months alone, and together with its sequels, the series has since sold more than 15 million copies to date. The series has been translated into numerous languages and adapted for just about any medium you can think of, including television, comic books, live theater productions, a movie, and even a computer game. The majority of those adaptations were written by Adams himself, with some details, characters, and events changed each time to make every version feel unique. By most fans' reckoning, none of the sequels or remakes quite lived up to the original book, and Adams himself expressed disappointment with the bleak ending he concocted for the series. In fact, he even intended to correct that mistake by penning a sixth and final entry. But sadly, he never got the chance. Douglas Adams died of a heart attack in 2001 at the age of 49. Surprisingly, though, the Hitchhiker series didn't die with him, and after receiving permission from Adams' widow, a sixth tale, written by acclaimed children's author Eoin Colfer, was published in 2009. Although not the same as the original series, the book provided a welcome sense of closure that Adams likely would have appreciated, because, as he said before his passing, quote, I would love to finish Hitchhiker on a slightly more upbeat note, so five seems to be a wrong kind of number. Six is a better kind of number. And of course, Douglas Adams knew a thing or two about numbers. 
One of the most famous gags in the entire Hitchhiker series involves a giant supercomputer called Deep Thought. It spends seven and a half million years pondering the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything, before finally and solemnly announcing that the answer is 42. It's a solution that doesn't offer much clarity or comfort to humanity, but it's one that's perfectly in keeping with Adam's conception of the universe. For as he puts it, quote, The chances of finding out what's really going on in the universe are so remote, the only thing to do is hang the sense of it and keep yourself occupied. Reading The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or listening to it or watching it, would be a great way to do just that. You could even pair it with a pan-galactic gargle blaster, or a nice cup of hot tea, depending on your preference. But whatever you do to keep yourself occupied, and no matter to which corner of the universe your journey may take you, be sure to remember to bring your towel. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to pass them along by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.